a Don here and welcome to the Be Transformed Renew Your Mind podcast where I teach how mastering your mindset absolutely transforms your life. After being a Christian for nearly three decades and a pastor for seven years, I still consistently felt tired, busy, stressed, and overwhelmed. I knew so many others that felt the same way I did, but I was convinced that this wasn't really how we were meant to live. I knew that Jesus promised an abundant life in John 10.10, so I went on a journey to find the joy, hope, peace, and freedom found in Scripture. My transformation came through radically changing my mindset in a way that actually then transformed how I live my day-to-day life. And now it's become my passion and mission to share with others how you can change your life by renewing your mind. In today's episode, I want to talk about one simple phrase um, and how it has um, come to be true in my own life. And that phrase is, eventually your mess becomes your message. Eventually your mess becomes your message. Now, I know that everyone goes through challenges and hard times in life, and I'm definitely no exception. Um, In fact, the last, well, like my whole life has had challenges along the way, but especially the last year and a half. And um, prior to that, I would say the last eight years, um, really only because of um, looking at my personal transformation journey and changing my mindset this year, Um, One of my key breakthroughs uh, was something that I've been struggling with for eight years um, that wasn't allowing me to live to my fullest. And, um, you know, in some ways it could be labeled a a mess, but it becomes a message like the hard things in our life. um, We can choose to bring good out of it. And um, a lot of those messes aren't necessarily um, things that we brought on ourselves. Sometimes we get ourselves in messes by making bad choices. But a lot of times things happen um, that we didn't have control over. Uh, So one example of this, um, like I said, what I struggled with for eight years was the tragic death of my brother, um, who after suffering from severe depression, took his own life. And that um, that absolutely rocked my world um, in a way that I can't even express in words. Um, my brother was my best friend, my hero, someone I looked up to. Um, I loved him deeply and the void that he left um, was so painful, but I had a really hard time processing it for a lot of years and I carried guilt um, that I hadn't done enough or not that it, not that his death was my fault, but, um, you know, always questioning the what ifs and, um, I just carried around a lot of guilt for failing him um, in a time when he needed someone. And um, it took a lot of 
the personal development work to change my mindset, to realize um, that I could trust myself again and to realize that I could trust God and trust good. And I know that sounds weird. Like I didn't lose my faith um, throughout that time. Um, and I lost my brother just a couple of weeks before I moved out of state to go to seminary. And um, so I went through seminary and then was a pastor and, you know, doing all of this time. So it wasn't that I necessarily struggled with my faith in God, but my faith in good things to happen. Um, you know, when my brother died, it just felt so out of control and so tragic. And um, I just, I couldn't trust good things to come. Like I just sort of expected the worst all the time. And um, I knew that that wasn't really the life that God had called me to. It wasn't in alignment with what was in scripture. And, and so then as a result, then I felt guilty that I didn't have the joy that I read about in scripture, that I didn't have the same kind of hope for the future. Um, I mean, I had the hope for our ultimate future in heaven, but as far as earth went, like, I just was like, meh. Um, you know, life's hard and then you die type of mentality. Um, and I just really struggled for a lot of years to overcome and to let go. And um, it really was my personal development journey in the last year that got me to come to terms with that and um, taking that, that mess, that, um, I had in my life and making it into a message. And that's just one example. Um, you know, I'm passionate about awareness about depression and suicide. And um, I think the church in many ways has done a disservice to um, people who struggle with depression Um because it's just not understood. And, you know, so many look at it like, oh, you just need to pray and ask God to take it away and you'll be fine. And if you don't, then you don't have enough faith. And um, really, that's not the right answer um, at all. Um, you know, I know in some circles, they, some Christians disagree with medication and, um, you know, depression is... I could talk a lot about that realm and how it's misunderstood, but um, and how suicide is just not talked about. It's a bit more of a taboo subject, and it's very hard. It took me a lot of years to be able to talk about it, um, but it's an important issue. Like it's uh, taking the lives of so many people every day, um, and in turn, you know, affecting more and more and more lives and um, to me, that's absolutely tragic, but it's, um, so it's something that has happened in my life that I'm able to now take and create a message out of that mess. And, um, the same is true of my more current challenges within the last year, year and a half of, 
Um, like I've shared in other episodes where I've talked about being told I was a failure and a burden and um, those things hurt. But I now firmly believe that those things were said for my good. And I'm so grateful for the journey that I've been on because of it that I don't know that I ever would have done um, without having some of those things said to me. And, um, you know, throughout that time, um, needing to come to terms with um, what I believed about myself and what I believe about my ministry. And, um, you know, as a result of that supposed failure, um, then I had to put my daughter into childcare, which um, was a whole nother mess and um, something that I've become extremely passionate about. I think that our kids, um, becoming a mom changed my life in a way that I never could have foreseen. And when someone else makes decisions for you, for your kids, um, it just didn't sit right with me. And um, part of that, like, feeling like I didn't have control and like somebody was making those decisions for me and the the mess that I was in and and really that instigated a lot of depression and anxiety for me at that time in my life um, made me realize that I'm super passionate about having a choice and you know there are so many moms that I've talked to who have said you know I'd love to stay home with my kids until they reach school age but we just can't afford it. Or, um, you know, I was at an event where a speaker said for the average American household, only $3,000 away per month of the mom or dad, um, of one parent being able to stay home with the kids in those formative years. And, um, you know, for some, $3,000 is a massive amount of money, and for others, it's very little. And in the scheme of things, I think the world of opportunity that's out there right now, um, it's so possible through entrepreneurship and um, the ways that you can make a living through the online world. And um, it's something that I have a huge message about, I feel very strongly about women having a choice, not that, not that I make that choice for you, not that I say it's right or wrong, but, um, but that every mom should have that choice or every parent should have that choice of, I want to stay home with my kids. And so therefore, um, this is the avenue that I can take in order to make that happen rather than, um, requiring childcare and missing those years if that's what you want. If you don't, um, that's totally fine. I'm not judging people in that respect, but for 
There are so many moms who I've talked to who that's their desire, and it breaks my heart that they feel like they have a, they don't have a choice, that they feel stuck um, in a job because they need the money, um, which is right where I was, right? Um, it's just so hard, and it's become a passion of mine. So that's just a second example of how um, my mess that I was in that super hard time in my life um, really shaped me and has become part of my message um, that there is so many opportunities out there for earning an income that doesn't require a nine to five. Um, and I say that from the perspective of someone who you know, the nine to five was ingrained in me and actually more than just nine to five. I was in ministry. So it's like 24 seven. It's not even just nine to five, but, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a clue about entrepreneurship. Like that was such a foreign concept to me or, you know, like build an online business or sell things online. Um, I just thought it was a myth. I was like, well, that sounds nice. <laughs> you know, uh, sounds pretty cool to make money online and stay home with your kids and all that jazz. And there are people doing it and it's part of my story. Like I've been building my online business in the background um, and ultimately plan to have um, my online business replace my income. Um, I am shifting to a different job actually entirely, but um, one that's going to allow me to be home um, more than I've been able to be. Um, so I'm taking a step that direction and um, it's amazing though how much I've grown and how much I've seen what's possible. And that's the message, you know, that you don't have to be stuck. Um, there was a point in time when I clearly remember texting my sister and just saying there's no hope and um it was just such a terrible feeling you know I that was in the time when I was having to put my daughter in childcare and because of work and I was just riddled with anxiety and depression over that and there was a lot of a lot of surrounding circumstances that contributed to that as well, but um, it just didn't sit right with me at that time in my life. Like I wasn't ready for it at her age, and um, and yet I was made to feel like there was something wrong with me for wanting to be a mom to my daughter, and that didn't sit right with me either. Um, so I don't know if this message resonates with you or if you felt like that, um, but I want you to know that there are options out there. There's so much opportunity online. I mean, it's just phenomenal what you can do and what is at our fingertips with technology these days. And like any dream that you have, anything that you can dream up is possible. You know, it takes work. It takes consistency building different habits and, you know, doing something every day to get you one step closer to that goal. But 
it works and uh, you can get there. And I think that um, it's just important to know that something is possible if you're feeling stuck um, or like there's no hope or um, anything like that. I just want you to know that there's tons of options um, and you can make it happen. It's not going to be easy, <laughs> but um, you know, there's that saying that says, I never said it would be easy. I only said it would be worth it. And let me tell you, it's, it's so worth it. It's worth every, every bit, every bit of money, every bit of time um, that you put into it to be able to create a lifestyle that you choose um, to be able to be in control of your time and um, to really just live out your passion and your purpose. And um, so much of that comes back to your mindset, the belief that it's possible, um, a mindset that everything's happening for you and the mindset that you can take your messes and turn them into a beautiful message that the world needs to hear. So uh, I hope you got something out of this episode and uh, until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.